0: They're trying to change language. They're trying to decide what is and what isn't permissible to be communicated to the ideas that are allowed to be exchanged in public. That's what they're after, and we need to stop it. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for checking out the podcast, Right All Week, with your host, Dave, right here. And if it's still possible to interact on the social media networks, the username is at RightAllWeek. Please like, subscribe, share, especially because time might be short, and that's what I want to talk about today. I'm sure most people are familiar with what was published in the New York Post, specifically concerning Hunter Biden, Vice President Joe Biden, and all of the schemes all the nefarious details not a lot pretty going on in there now i personally i don't want to go and pick on that uh because i just want to be honest about why people vote obviously people on the left are concerned about the content of this uh the publishings because they don't want anybody on their side to be seen in a bad light but I just want to be honest about whether or not that should have anything to do with anybody's votes. If you are a informed, if you're an informed voter and somebody who actually knows what's going on, and you have convictions and principles of your own, and you know what's going on in government, and you know what's going on in culture, and you have your reasons for voting, then you don't need all of this sleaze, okay? Because somebody can be a total sleaze bag whatever that means all right they can have bad moral content in their character they can just be somebody who's questionable somebody whose personality you don't like and actually produce good public policy and for example exhibit a president trump because nobody's going to be giving that guy an award for christian character anytime soon and for that's really the right answer too because he doesn't deserve one as far as i can tell because, you know, when it comes to righteousness, Jesus said, you will know them by their fruits. But what's also true is policymaking. Hey, that same guy who, with the questionable personal character might be the guy who brings you the policy that you want. And, for example, Exhibit A, President Trump, who could arguably prove to be the most conservative president politically, policy, governing-wise, in the history of the nation. But... Both of those things are true at the same time. So it really doesn't matter how much sleeves are showing in that family if that's gonna be the thing that changes people's votes. But obviously they care. And that's why they are doing the big tech censorship nonsense, which is what I really wanna go after, because people are concerned. You, Twitter's making their excuses. Oh, well, this goes against the our guidelines with respect to you know how the information was obtained. Never mind the fact that they've published other stories where we know for a fact that the information was obtained without approval, without the knowledge of the person that they were getting it from. Melania Trump, for example, the the lady who was recording her column and published all that stuff, never got approval, never informed Mrs. The First Lady, Melania Trump, what she was doing. But Twitter didn't censor that, and there are a myriad of other examples that you can find. I mean, that one's recent. These things are happening at the same time. Well, sure, we'll share this one from these guys, but we're also at the same time going to censor this one. And the only difference between them is who the subject of the report was, who was the target, and that's the reason that they're doing it. So they're totally being hypocritical while they're after that. I failed to mention the, in my comparison that the information on the laptop would be legally obtained because it was abandoned at the service provider where the contract specifically says after 90 days, your property now belongs to us. And that makes it very different. And I think that makes the whole situation all even a whole lot worse. And I just wanted to clarify that. And then Facebook at the same time, Oh, well, we're just going to, we're going to reduce the flow. We're not going to allow people to share this. And our fact checkers, we haven't done that yet. We're going to go after it. But here's what the same thing was going on with Facebook. If you're just being honest, and I know this happens, it's happened to me. You just post something that happens to do, be related to a subject that they're sensitive about. And then they're going to go and put a fact check warning on it. I've been releasing lots of statistics with respect to what's going on with COVID and all that. And they just automatically attach a thing on there. Oh, make sure that you go and review what's being said at the CDC. Actually, my post says what's going on at the CDC. The reason they put the thing on there, most folks don't bother to click on the link and see what the fact-checked independent, air quotes, fact-checkers are actually saying. They just see, oh, this thing's been fact-checked. Why do they do that? Because they want to make the guy who made the post look like a liar doesn't matter what he said and how much it's related to it or if he made any claims or not they just want the fact check icon the the link to be there it's attached to your post and now everybody who sees that oh this guy's a liar that's what they're after they don't even care about anything else but making the posters look bad so what's the right answer here and the answer is uh we gotta push we gotta press hard and I need to, we just need to be honest about what's going on. Literally, they're taking over. They're trying to. us. If you look at online ratings, you look at TV ratings, you try to see where people are getting their information. In this day and age, most people are getting it from social media. And that people were able to look forward and see. If you want proof of this, look at how President Obama won his election. He was taking advantage of those very same resources. How did President Trump win his election? He pretty much copied Obama. And changed the main message, targeting different, some of the same people, some of the new people, did the same thing, and he wins. And now here we are today, just people just balkanized left and right, and they would just want to enter their own little echo chambers online, and then the online guys, these people who are supposed to be the digital town square, right? This is where people get to go and express themselves. And now we've, the stupid section 230, and the rules that we've given to them clearly trying to say not a publisher and not as you know this that difference between them and other service providers but you're not gonna be a publisher and that's the reason why you get protected from the same things like the newspaper gets protected from you print lies you go after somebody's personal character you do something wrong with a publishing like in a book or in the newspaper or a magazine then you can get in serious legal trouble but you can't do that with Facebook and Twitter you can go on there and say all kinds of crazy things or do what Facebook and Twitter is now and they're editorializing they're choosing what is allowed to be a part of our platform sure sounds like a publisher right And that's the problem that we see. That's what's actually happening. And we need to fix it. We need to go in there and fix this 230. I'm not going to say it needs to absolutely go away because let's hope and pray that places like Gab or Parler or some other online media sharing social network actually gets it right. But what we need to do is clearly define if you act like an editor, if you act like a publisher, if you are making decisions about what kind of content is allowed to be there based on your personal, positional, your ideological grounds, then you lose that coverage. You're now exposed. We need to go after them, and we need to do it hard and fast, and we need to do it now, because if it's going to be like any one of the other issues where we just kind of abdicate the crown, the, the ground— and let them take over. Let me use this for an example, because people like to say, well, they're public. I mean, they're they're not a publicly owned thing. They're a privately owned institution. They're their own companies, and you're entering into contract with them, and so they should have a right to do this, and I think you're missing an understanding what the role of government actually is, because there is a time for the government to step in and protect the people from an institution that is misbehaving, that's being bad, that's doing wrong, okay? So this is not a libertarian moment. This is a constitutional conservative moment. The government's job is to govern, and we need them to govern these people before they take over the country, because they literally are trying to change the conversations. They're trying to change language. They're trying to decide, what is and what isn't permissible to be communicated to the ideas that are allowed to be exchanged in public. That's what they're after. And we need to stop it. That's not allowed. That's anti-constitutional. That's against the principles and the values that have been a part of this nation since the beginning. And we need to stop it. We need to stop these guys sooner than later. We can't just abdicate this, give it up, and let it be like all of the other subjects that we've rolled over on. We still, If we don't stop this one, we're very likely going to lose everything after that. And that's why I wanted to get on here real quick, throw this message out there. Encourage everyone to push back. If you've watched this whole video, I appreciate you. I hope that you will share this content. I hope that you'll come back for more content right here at Right All Week, where we talk about what's right, how it's right, and why it matters.